Well, we close out the show with someone very important I've not met until just now, but I heard her name a number of times. She was mentioned uh, by the keynote speaker, Quentin Messer, Jr., CEO of MEDC. Uh, and uh, moderator was Daniel Howes today from the Detroit News. Presiding officer, Stephen Davis, Michigan Market President, Comerica Bank. Uh, we mentioned Quentin, and then Gabriel Ehrlich just joined us and, and just left. But we heard that this Hillary Doe made some very good points. People were quoting you, Hillary. All now, right. I wasn't there, so I can't quote you, but congratulations from everything I heard. Hillary Doe, as the chief growth officer for the state of Michigan, is here with us. And I always love speaking to people whose job didn't even exist 10 years ago. Didn't exist a year ago, I don't think. (laughs) I almost said five years, and I thought, well, maybe. But a year ago, states didn't have chief growth officers, but now we do. That's right. The governor announced the position at Mackinac last year, um, so we're a little less than a year old, and actually Michigan is the first state to name a chief growth officer. So we have the first mover advantage in that regard. That is fabulous. And I wish we didn't need a, a chief growth officer, but we do. And you're here to tell us, as as Quentin did, and, well, really as Gabriel did, that the facts are pretty good for the state of Michigan. We still are trying to figure out why all of us are nervous and consumer sentiment hasn't caught up with the facts yet, but they haven't. And that report that came out uh, that uh, Nolan Finley did a story on and um, Ambassador uh, uh, Ricolta was talking about not even wanting to, to call it what it's called, the group that he is a part of. But it's all about getting more people to believe in Michigan and come here with their companies and stay here with their companies. Sure. That's at the heart of what you do. Yeah, that's right. So the task at hand for, you know, my job, the chief growth officer, and the work that the council did that Ambassador Colta was commenting on is really to grow Michigan's population. But in order to get that done, of course, we also have to boost our economy and make sure that we're telling our story across the state, across the nation, around the world. And so the recommendations that the council came out with are really intended to um, set us up for long-term growth um, here in Michigan, um, and that again requires economic growth. So the panel today was great. It's nice that that folks, uh, you know, were quoting me, but of course I really enjoyed everyone's remarks, and they were really digging in on what some of the the trends are. Like you said, things are looking bright in Michigan, and I think that it, that lets us know that we have, you know, to do two things. We have to really lean in on making sure that we're telling the truth and getting the truth out, especially to our young folks. Um, we need to make sure we're retaining our young folks here in Michigan, making sure they know there's great opportunities and great places for them here in Michigan. And we need to attract more of our young folks back to the state. Uh, That's the top priority. You know, it used to be that we would lose kids, most notably to Chicago, Mm. uh, and it was because we didn't have jobs for them. Mm. Now we have plenty of jobs for them and we still lose kids. I think that there's, again, two things going on. In the short term, there's work we can do from kind of a, you know, reputation vibes perspective. I'm sure you heard about that from Quentin because he spoke about it on stage really eloquently, you know, talking about making sure folks are bragging about what we've already got going on here in Michigan. I suggested we all should be responsible to be ambassadors of the great state of Michigan. That's right. We can control the discourse. And, you know, the days of people saying, here, go, let's go see this really bombed out area and show you how bad things are, I think, I hope, I pray, 
people don't do that anymore. You know, I had the honor to grow up in this state. I went to University of Michigan. I had the honor after that to live in Chicago and D.C. and New York and L.A. And I moved back with my family to Detroit in 2018. We have never been happier. I'm a walking Pure Michigan commercial. <laughs> Tell everyone I can to come back. Um, I think more and more folks are going to be those boomerangs. So that is incumbent on us. Hey, Hillary didn't just go to Michigan. Like, I went to Michigan. That's <laughs> nothing. Sophie goes to Michigan, but she's in the Ross School of Business. And Hillary is a graduate of the University of Michigan's Honors College. That's a big deal. Um, also, the Ford School of Public Policy. That's a big deal. And so, as a Detroit resident, as a proud Michigander, all of that's great. Yeah. And that, I might have just answered my own question. <laughs> but how did Governor Whitmer pick you to to do this position? What did you do before Hillary Doe, yeah. before you became chief growth officer for Michigan. Yeah. Well, I've had a career that's been pretty varied, actually, and I think that's perfect for this role. I ran a think tank for a long time after I got that public policy degree, thinking about how we change our public policy, actually, to increase citizen engagement and spark growth. So perfect for this. Um, but then I also spent the last 10 years running a software company or helping to run a software company and ended up becoming president of that company. And so in this role, it actually feels like mixing both of those experiences together. What this is going to take is what I'm calling product improvement, so real pro policy change that continues to make the state that we love a better and better place to call home, better and better opportunities for our young folks, better places to live, but also, frankly, better storytelling and marketing, reputational work. Um, you know, we need to shout from the rooftops the great place that it already is. So I think kind of combining that marketing work with, um, you know, that policy change is going to be what's required here. So I'm really grateful for the opportunity. And you'll be held to that about wanting to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys couldn't be saying the things you're saying to us because we live here yeah. unless it's true. But now we have to get to that point where our consumer sentiment is aligned with the reality of the state of Michigan. And I, I know we're all trying to do that. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, I invite the, you know, accountability. I think that's what we all need as part of this work. Um, when I started, what is it, six or seven months ago, um, we knew it was going to start with listening. So we've done a lot of public engagement and we've been in uh, over 80, uh, done over 80 events in about two and a half months last wow. year. We engaged thousands of Michiganders. Over 10,000 folks have replied, letting us know what they love about our state and also what they want to be different, what's between them and building their future here. That's been honestly the honor of my career that folks have taken their time to share with us and we learned an incredible amount about what folks love about our state and also what we can do better that's the foundation we're building from and what i'll say is it's the most encouraging thing experience that i've had since i started this role all right then let me ask you this hillary yeah. doe chief growth officer for the great state of michigan i have just handed you a magic wand what is the first thing that you would have happen if you had that magic wand to help you do what you need to do I would make sure, the first, with that magic wand, I'd make sure every high school student and college student in the state knew about every incredible place and every startup and entrepreneurial business and company here in the state. I think one of the challenges we have is exposure, frankly. Um, as part of that public engagement work, I did high school swings and college swings and sat with young folks. And, you know, you hear once in a while from young high school students on the west side, for example, I love, um, you know, uh, natural beauty. Maybe I'll move to Colorado. Or I love great cities. Maybe 
maybe I'll move to New York. Uh, and I live in Detroit and love it. I've seen the Great Lakes and love them. If folks knew what we already had on offer, I think we'd have a better shot right out the gate at retaining and attracting folks. And we'll continue to do that policy work and make the state a better and better place to call And for home. those of us like yourself yep. and like me who lived in New York City, yep. you should understand that it isn't everything it appears to be. It's a great place to visit. But there's no better place than right here in Michigan, in virtually all of our cities, to live. I agree with you that there's no better place, no better place to call home. Thank you for being with us. Thank Keep you. up the good work. If there's any way we can help you along the way, don't hesitate Thank to call. Thank you. I'd love to come back. Well, we'd love to have you back. We will. She was on the panel today at this meeting, the 2024 Michigan Economic Outlook. She is Hillary Doe, Chief Growth Officer for the State of Michigan. That's going to do it for us today. Uh, stand by for news. JR Afternoon with Chris Renwick. You're on your way to making each and every day count. Each day is a gift. Thanks to the team, Dave Rieger, Daniel Mason, Rich Luzinski. Added to the team today, Ray Templin. If Sherry was wondering where her husband is, he's right here with us. And Andrew Eubanks, who is great to have, be here with us and help out in this wonderful uh, efforts as well. You go on out, make it a great rest of the day. Regards, Paul W. Smith.